Hi guys, this is Sage Advice uh, with another ad. I wanted to promote the Sage Advice podcast website. Please check it out. Uh, there's a blog there. Uh, I talk about issues that I was not able to talk about on the show. There's also behind the scenes, so I go more in depth with uh, the themes that uh, we are talking about currently on the show or previously on the show so you do get to know Sage Advice more and the Sage Advice podcast more if you do have a curiosity about Sage Advice and the Sage Advice podcast as well as uh, direct links to uh, where you can hear the show so if you have yet to subscribe because your friend was on here and you're like actually I like the show but I don't know where to subscribe you just go sageadvicepodcast.com and there are links to where you can subscribe on uh, uh, to hear more of us. Uh, we also have on the website where you can send us cute little emails about how much you love us. We probably won't respond, and I also wanted to state, uh, if you do send us an email, please don't send us an email asking to be on the show. You will not be accepted, more than likely. This is some elite-level exclusive shit, but we do appreciate the fan mail. So go ahead, check it out, safetyadvicepodcast.com. Thank you guys so much. Back to the show. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Sage Advice. I wanted to do an intro before the intro to just let you know kind of where I'm at in life. Because the last time you heard from me was August 26th. I was quite annoyed and trying to figure things out. Um, but I've, I've uh, to quote Cardi B, uh, I am unbothered, moisturized, in my lane, well hydrated, and flourishing. Uh, and I really am. So, uh, I mean, you heard two ads. Like, uh, this shit is monetized and organized now. So, that's that's been quite an experience. Uh, I just want to tell you what to expect this winter series. So, in December, we're doing part twos of episodes uh, from the summer series. I didn't get to do part twos because, as stated, I abruptly ended the show. <laughs> um, so, there will be some part twos coming in December. Um, this episode today is not a part two. If anything, it's just a recap of what happened two years ago. Because I felt like um, I feel like a lot of you guys, you've kind of started picking me up from like the the queer series I did. And that's really awesome, and I appreciate that from the, the queer art series to this, this, this just the gay series I did the last summer. And I, I really do appreciate it, um, but I, I, I need you guys to know the roots of how this all started, because this show has been on for five years. And so I wanted to you know, revisit uh, you know, uh, a person that inspired me uh, two years ago to keep going and continues to inspire me to keep doing this fucking show <laughs> so that's that's that and then in january because it's, it's going to be on december to january and then in january um it's going to be a little bit more laid back um it's just going to be uh ness and laura and i i believe and we're just going to be uh shooting the shit but um we are educated women so you will learn some stuff uh it's going to be a little bit more personable but uh, i think you guys will enjoy it and have a takeaway it's not complete narcissism despite the fact that it's called sage advice <laughs> so uh, i hope you do enjoy it uh and uh here is the interview hi and welcome to the sage advice podcast i'm sage advice and you're not oh my god did you guys miss me i i 
didn't. You don't need to answer that question. I I missed me. I missed Sage Advice. Um, so I as you as I've introduced in the intro previously, um, we re are revisiting an interview I did two years ago. A lot of you guys know of this interview, um, and uh, I I love that interview. I feel like it was like the the cusp of like me starting, and uh to and then also just like. I don't know. I owe you a lot. I owe I owe this person a lot. Um, right now, I can only offer you love and appreciation. I'll take it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as you know, we're sentimental, and we're going to get this show started. I, I really got my shit together this time, and I'm so happy that I do, because I, I just need to redeem myself. So here she is, Lauren, a.k.a. Frisloka. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I don't think there's any redeeming necessary, but I am happy to be here again. Um, I would just like to just quick. I mean, I already gave you a lot of affirmations. I don't know what your love language is. I hope affirmations was on there so you're not uncomfortable because that would that's that's like like my top three. It's like qual like physical touch, quality time, and affirmation. So that's probably why I, I offer so much affirmation and how I got the nickname Jilly, Jimmy Fa- Jimmy Fallon to Bad Hand Comics, but um. <laughs> Yeah, Bad Hand was like, you're like Jimmy Fallon with all your affirmations. Okay, maybe that's his love language. Anyways, Bad Hand, I love you. Anyways, so, um, let me just list off why I appreciate Lauren. I mean, you see her on, on Instagram. She's amazing. But I just, you guys don't know her. Know her? I mean, you have so many interviews now. But you don't know her how I know her, alright? I'm gatekeeping fucking Lauren, alright? <laughs> but anyways, let me just click me quickly like list off the reasons why I appreciate you so much so first of all the patience that you have like I I could not like the patience that you have just in general and then the acceptance that you have because let me tell you the episode I did two years ago that took patience that took acceptance (laughs) and that took a lot of support (laughs) and you're very supportive you're very very supportive (laughs) oh my gosh it turned into me roasting myself but i like i love myself and i'm proud of what i do and i i I just like to state that before anybody like oh you're so amazing i do love myself and i am proud of the work i i put out there but i just wanted to say that i know that i can do better and i can do better for lauren not that i like you deserve a a good ass interview and you're gonna get one tonight (laughs) you've been doing thank you i appreciate so much i i thank you now you've been doing a lot of interviews. Um, what makes this interview so special? Now I'm just getting. Now I just want affirmations. Oh, affirmations. Okay. No, no. Listen, but I, I do. I, I'm happy that you are getting interviews. But I just want to know the difference between me and like everybody else, just because like I've read them and I was like, wow, this is so different. Is it like more serious, like other people that interview you? No. Um, okay. So the reason why it's, it comes off so seriously is because I actually can like delete, (laughs) edit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and also because I know you and when I think of you, I think of like this sweet soul who would come up glowing at every single art hop and want to buy a crystal and I don't know there's just a there's a kindred spirit that that you have and I appreciate it so I feel really comfortable and and I enjoy doing any kind of interview with you 
thank you, Lauren. Yeah, I was, like, reading this. I was like, these are serious. Like, is this her jam? What the fuck? But, I mean, like I said, I'm so happy. I, and I'm glad to hear it's her. It, if you guys who are going to interview her after this, now you know. She she can go either way. You can be fun. You can be fun as hell. <laughs> also, I do think my most recent interviews, too, there's a serious tone because of, like, you know, current affairs and all that. All that stuff. No. But I'm happy have a moment of like joyous <laughs> a moment of happiness a fleeting moment of happiness for like two hours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now i'm gonna do a quick recap i did one uh, personally but i'm gonna do a quick recap of what we addressed uh two years ago so two years ago we did an episode december 15th 2018 this episode is now coming out december 2nd so it's around the anniversary our anniversary how sweet right and um <laughs> Do you feel like, I mean, obviously you are in a different place, but like, did you, like, do you feel it though? Like, do you feel different after two years? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. Right. Um, it's like, it's like going from your twenties to your thirties. And that actually did happen in the past two years. Yeah. There's so much transfer transformation that comes with time. Like, I mean, as cliche as that sounds, but, um. I would say, uh, God, see, I don't know how to answer these questions without sounding like, I don't want to sound like a douche, you know what I mean? Do it. But this is what Sage like, Advice is. <laughs> I, I feel more, God, enlightened. I, I, I don't, that word sounds douche. I know, I was like, oh, wait, never mind. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's true, yeah. though, because I literally, I was thinking that, too, because I was, like, really, like, putting myself I was because I'm gonna answer the question too. I mean, I cut you off, but I do because but because I feel the same way because I do feel enlightened. I do feel like more empowered and comfortable with me, and so like, and I I was like, do I feel different after two years? Hell yeah, I feel different after two years. Right, you're getting to know yourself. Um, I feel like I have a like, especially in this year alone. 2020 has been as for most people one of the most transformative periods of my life. Yeah. I think I done in this year as far as growth is concerned um than I ever have like than I ever did like in my 20s you know what I mean or anything like that um I've learned how to really accept my wrongs and I've learned how to call myself out on my shit yeah and accept being called out on my shit and I want to be called out on my shit you know what I mean like I hope people get more comfortable with being called out on their shit because like that's where progression comes from. And so I feel like in that way, I have progressed. That's the word. I progressed as a human being. More enlightened, douchey, progressed, tight. That's the new word. <laughs> um, no, it's interesting because um, I was thinking about that too. I was like, damn, this is like the growth. Like I didn't really think, like I didn't think emotionally there was a lot of growth until I had to put, like sit myself down. Because I remember, okay, we will dive more into this, but I remember the last time we talked and we were like, I was like, yeah, I just don't know if I'm like putting intent into my work. And when I was sitting down writing it, the episode and then also like listening to the old episode, I was like, fuck, I've, this is, this is some real fucking intention right here. And I was like, I need to call. Actually, I was like, fuck, I can't wait to talk to Lauren because I was like, she'd, she'd be so proud. And here we are. <laughs> um, 
I am. I am so proud of you. You're doing so good. And from what I've heard from your show and everything, there has been a lot of progression there. And I've, I've seen you blossom into yourself, it seems like. You've really come into your own. And when I first met you, I feel like you had, like, you still have a really youthful energy about you, but you had, like, this childlike innocence to you. And I feel like you've really, like, grown into yourself. I think I said that already, but I'm going to repeat it because it, it bears repeating. <laughs> Thank you. It's the trauma. No, I'm just kidding. No, dead ass. So I do, yeah, yeah. I did, I did, like, thinking about it, I was like, damn, I don't feel like a, uh, as much of a child as I did before, recently, too, as I was thinking about that. I was like, what would make this episode so different? Oh, yeah, I'm not a fucking child. <laughs> well, that's, 20, that's 21 to 23 for you. Like, that's there crazy. There really is, like, a, a progressional progression. I'm going to say that word. <laughs> that's that's times during this interview. <laughs> yeah, that's the title of the, the show, Progression. Progression. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's quickly just go over this. Um, I would like to say, um, Lauren has, like, she called me out before this episode. And <laughs> let me tell you something. It felt so good. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would like to say everybody on the show, my consultants on the show, people I've interviewed, they always call me out. And I love it. Um, so, I mean, you guys, though, if you email me at sageadvicepodcast.com, um, you can't call me out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just let me just quickly talk about why I deleted my Instagram. Other than, like, I, re I talked about it on the last episode. But another thing, like, and we're going to talk about this in part two of this episode. But another thing, it was, like, it annoyed me. Like, I don't know how you, we'll ask how you feel about it later. But it annoyed me how people can feel that need to call me out. When I have a panel of people, I think a lot of it is, like, I have a panel of people now that call me out before I do, before I say shit on the show. And then having another person, <laughs> having an additional person, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to Dave Chappelle myself, quit, and gather my thoughts. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, yeah, no, I, I just, I didn't like the, uh, like, the attention I was getting on my old Instagram. So, and then, like, also, it was, like, too personal. I Your brand is being personal. I don't yeah. know how you do it. I hate it. I don't, I love being vulnerable to an extent. I just don't want people to know every single fucking thing. I mean, not that you have, I can tell like people know you, right? So, but it's like still like you are very much like open book. I'm like, fuck, I don't, I'm just going to stick with this sage advice persona. <laughs> but, but like, like your podcast is, is pretty vulnerable and stuff. I'd yeah. say that within your comfort you're able to be really, really open and authentic. Yeah. No, like, it's authentic, but I know that it's not, like, everything I spilled to my therapist last week authentic. You know what I mean? <laughs> I oh. have a boundary. I have boundaries. That's the thing. Yes. How do you set boundaries? I think this is a really interesting question I think creators need to ask, and it wasn't on the list. It just popped up. But uh, you don't have to say what your boundaries are, but where, how do you develop boundaries? As you, I mean, you are very personal on your sh on, on your on all your feeds. But, um, yeah, where are you at with boundaries as you get more and more uh, attention, even though you've always had it? Um, I've started to get a lot better with boundaries. Um, telling people no has been something that I struggled with because I really like to say yes. And I've been taken advantage of a lot. And so... Um, I let people know what I want them to know and I let people in deep enough to where I feel comfortable. I really do feel like 
the people that follow my page and that interact with me and everything, like, I feel like we are a family. Like, as large as that number gets, it doesn't matter. I will still do my best to respond to, like, as many people as I can, like, as often as I can. I mean, realistically, if I was responding to everything all the time, I would never be off my phone and Mm. my really good friend is telling me that who's a masseuse a massage therapist is telling me that I'm getting a hunchback so like I really get off of that shit but um yeah I lost track I said hunchback and I totally got distracted sorry (laughs) 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 oh yeah let people in I like to be open uh as much as I feel comfortable and, and I I'm pretty pretty comfortable um, I have gotten like threats. Really? Oh, I love that. Okay, look at that notoriety. Uh, I was like, I made it. This dude wants to you kill me. You made it. You fucking made it. I'm so proud of you. Look at that growth. Oh my god. The progression. You're getting death uh, threats now. The progression of fear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why? Why did he yeah, threaten to kill think, you? Okay, was it the gay sorry. thing? I tend to get off. Uh, Wait, I need to. I want to dive into this. Was it the gay thing, or was it the anti, or not anti, but like the the uh, disdain you feel for forty five? Which one was it? Or was it both? Oh, I got the threat um, on the post where I said I would take people to the voting polls. <laughs> Wait, that's fucking. That's not even a good one to death threat people on. He said, "No, I you shouldn't death threat anybody." <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, delete." Yeah. <laughs> I should have kept it on there. I feel like I would have gone in, but I just didn't, I really am not here to, like, stir up drama. I want to, like, I want to, like, push truth and just truth and love and duality and all that shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Please don't death threat anybody. Um, death threats aren't cool. I just want to disclose that, being that I, I hyped it up. I was kidding. <laughs> don't do that. Please. Um, Please don't threaten anyone. God. Threaten them with peace and love like Lauren does. <laughs> that's what lauren does don't get me wrong you'd be wrong to step up in this house <laughs> <laughs> she has like 20 fucking dogs <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i just wanted to talk about this real quick so in the show i didn't know like two years ago i didn't really realize i was gay and then like behind but while well, before we were recording we were just doing like warm-ups going over the show and Lauren was like, what do you mean you didn't know you were gay? I knew you were gay. I thought this was a gay podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I thought this was a gay podcast already. So I just wanted to state that, like, two years ago, I didn't know I was gay. And then I was, like, realized, like, oh, I had a lot of, like, queer women on the show before I knew I was gay. So that's really interesting now because I have, like, a different vibe. We had a really good talk about um, the queer community before this, um, which I enjoyed. I loved it. How do you, like, I just like to state you are very uh, popular with queer women. Um, oh, I love you guys too. Yes, like, queer women love you. And uh, if, Perla, if you're listening, it has nothing to do, it, it's really interesting because, it, it, and this goes to show how uh, talented you are at your craft, is when I say, oh yeah, like, I know Frisloka when we talk about art, because I have, like, a reasonable grasp of art and creation. So when I talk to women that I'm, like, pursuing and I'm like, oh yeah, like, that's really cool that you know about art. I know about local art, and I mention you like the artists I, I like, and um, more. And it has nothing to do with your looks. It has everything to do with your talent. So Pearl, I wanted oh. to let you know, and also Lauren, I wanted to let you know. That's everything. <laughs> it just goes to show that like, like you are so talented. They look 
beyond that and they look at your work. Like people are looking at your work. And I just like to state that. I wanted to share that out there, um, which is really interesting um, to think about. Like that's how you know you're legit. <laughs> so much at that. It, it's honestly like maybe one of my lo- love languages is affirmations because <laughs> uh, it's, I, I do, I don't want to say I seek the validation, but when, when I am validated by my, and I don't like to say audience either, but like by the people that follow what I do, um, it's just so uplifting to be told like your work resonates with me and it's not just, I'm not just putting something out for money I'm putting something out for purpose and and to have that be seen and understood it means so much especially in the queer community like I don't know I just I want my whole mission is to make people feel comfortable and uncomfortable you know and like to push the right buttons and stuff and to know that like I'm pushing those buttons and that my community is so aware that they would let me know if I wasn't pushing the right buttons, you know, if they weren't consenting <laughs> to what I was doing with the business, I would be like receptive to that as well. Like, it's just, I don't know. When you, it's cool. Did you ever do a pride line? I feel like you, I feel like you probably have done a pride line. I have not. Not yet. No, not yet. I'm speaking into the universe now. So I made like, I, I think the pussy pendants was like my your nod I, I wore a ton of them to pride <laughs> it was like a nod yeah no i mean i don't know how you would make it any more gay i mean crystals we the crystals are patented and trademarked by queer women for queer women no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding guys i'm just kidding that's not a real fact i know you guys come here for facts that's not real at all <laughs> that has i think I, I think we addressed where crystals came from in the last episode. We're not going to go into the history of crystals at all. We did that last episode. <laughs> We're going to go more into just, like, the depth of things. Because I think, yeah, so, like, queer people. Like, when you came into your work, did you realize how many queer women were going to love your work? I wasn't thinking about, like audience in that way really I was thinking about I just wanted to spread love Mm -hmm. to anyone who was open to receiving it and I and whoever resonated with that would is awesome you know what I mean um I think I mean gosh it's really hard to answer that I've never I guess, yeah, I've, I've kind of, I don't want to say, I, I'm struggling with not, I don't like to ever not be sound humble, so, like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I, I Obviously, I know what you mean. You had a pep talk me to say the joke. I'm, I don't know if I'm still struggling to say. So, like, obviously, I, I know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but, no, I mean, that's really cool. Like, I just want this on record. I, I asked this question on record because I think, um... A lot of people tend, especially like at the level, I mean, you're, you've already been, you're already elevated, right? And then you get more and more elevated. And I, I want this on record that you, you did it for like, uh, purposes because you enjoy creating and you enjoy helping others. 
And you said that two years ago and you still stand by that. And I just wanted to show the, I wanted on record the consistency. And I think like the genuine consistency that you have and the attitude you have towards, towards this. And so this is why also I wanted to do this episode because I feel like, um, you wanted to check. You want to make sure. If no. I was the right... yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, let's see where we're all at in two years. But yeah, no, like, I think it's really important to note that you are still consistent with your belief of what, what you're doing. Like, you're, you're never like, um, oh, no, dude, I'm just creating the shit for, for, <laughs> to secure the bag. Like, and I, pre- I mean, I love that because I think, um, especially, okay, I can't say that. Any... <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but <laughs> I will say that is a very much a thing. Um, it's very much a thing. Um, when I want, there's, but never mind. We're not, we're gonna not. There's a difference. Stop. I get it. I there's get a exactly difference. Things. There's difference yeah. between going for a bag, and there's difference between hitting your business with purpose. Exactly. If the day that my business becomes meaningless to me is the day that I am no longer Fres Loca, and that's never gonna happen. Um, I want not only to use this platform to push art and and inclusivity. I want to use it to help move things in a forward positive direction as far as social justice is concerned. I want to learn lessons from this business. I want to teach people things with this business. And I feel like people can like feel that when they get something from me, like they can feel that that energy that I put into it. And that's the difference between just trying to do it to get a bag and like doing it to, to help. You know, I want to make healing tools, whatever it may be, even if it's just having a conversation with someone who needs it, you know, like I want to be there for people. See, now I sound preachy and I'm getting off on a tangent, but I just feel so passionate about it. You know what I mean? Like we will quickly summarize what Lauren is saying. Um, She wants to quote little peep. Everybody's everything. And that's kind of like, that's really cool though. Like I, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. Like (laughs) (laughs) that is a lot of pressure. Um, so how many crystals do you have to have on you to deal with all of that? You make, you make crystals through all that pressure that you put on yourself to be everybody's everything. (laughs) A lot of people are like, Oh (laughs) yeah. Everybody's like, Oh, where does Lauren get her crystals? She creates them through all the pressure she puts on herself to be everybody's everything and have genuine work. (laughs) That's the truth about how yeah. God type stuff. I do not. Want no, to not. But it ever. wasn't ever met in that way, though. It was literally like this, like art. This like artist. He's a rapper. Um, talked a lot about it in his work of like, um, you know, just being everybody's brother, everybody's like provider, everybody's, uh, you know, promoter. Like he wanted to do it all financially, career wise, and emotionally for everybody. Right. I mean, essentially, that's what killed him. Is is trying to be everybody's everything. And so that's, I, and I like, and I was like, yeah, that, that clicked, but yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, that's how Lauren's crystals come about is the pressure she puts on herself to, uh, stay genuine. <laughs> yeah. They, they just fall out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's walking. They're just falling I out. Don't. Sorry. My dog was chewing on my little work desk. <laughs> we have a dog featured once again. Which dog is this one? Pearl. Love it. Yeah. The Pearl that came before Perla. nice to see you again touching back on that um that's definitely like why i had to create healthy boundaries um and stuff like that it's it's hard because 
I really, really like to be a yes person. Oh, yeah. And I want, that's why I've, I closed my customs for so long because customs, oh my God, are some of the most stress inducing thing anyone can like something simple that it's like yeah fuck yeah i can knock that shit out you know like that's awesome but when you go into something complicated it is so nerve-wracking sometimes and it takes a lot like emotionally out of me because i put a lot of pressure on myself so i'm working on my emotional boundaries i guess or like like being able to tell myself talk myself off that little ledge before I open my customs back up and I'm like nervous to do it but I actually but that's that's a boundary that I had to create for myself was say you know what customs are closed I don't like doing them right now because they put me in a weird place and I don't like to create if they make me if it makes me feel a type of way because then you're receiving that energy you know what I mean and um saying no doesn't necessarily mean that you're saying I said this today to someone actually, but it doesn't mean that you're saying no to money. It means that you're saying like, yes, for your, for your mental health, yeah, absolutely. you know, like the money will come, the money will come. You don't have to be scared of that. What, what will damage your business is if you just constantly crush yourself and you put these, you let everything in, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like, don't make rocks fall out of your butt. You, you say no sometimes. <laughs> but it's like, I was thinking about that recently because as I, like I was stating and I, I want to talk about boundaries with you very specifically because I, I don't know, you just seem the right one and I wanted to do an episode about boundaries. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, because I've recently started exercising boundaries and, but not even like exercising boundaries. It's just like expressing negative feeling. I've always had an issue doing that. And since I've done that, the anxiety because you have to do that during quarantine you have to ex- like express negative feelings because you're stuck right. with these people all the fucking time every right. fucking day <laughs> like that's literally but i noticed and i wanted to share this with you guys as well of like there's a way to express your negative feelings and it it's not hurtful and i had no idea that was a thing yeah and also just having boundaries of being like, no, I don't want to do this today. Even to yourself, even like not pushing yourself. Cause like I, um, part of like this anxious personality I have is like, I have to be very routine, but yeah. I would say that like, just being like, no, I don't actually, I don't need to do that. It, it just like the ease of like even setting boundaries for yourself where you normally wouldn't Absolutely. is, is a lot. And then like, um, even taking on, uh, things like, having conversation like people want to call me and have conversations and I'm just like I I can't do that today so yeah I I would like to state like the benefits of saying no and the benefits of expressing negative feelings you don't have to be nice all the time is the ease you feel I had no idea I thought it was the opposite who would have thought but I'm glad Laura and I are able to share that now we're out here not being yes yes people anymore we'll be like maybe yes perhaps not yeah if I want to I will if I want to. Exactly. <laughs> and realizing that you can say that and you don't sound like an asshole is crazy. Like, I had no idea that you can say that and it's, like, it's cool. Like, who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> One thing, and honestly, I think that, that like, this business, I am grateful to this business because I feel like it made me, you know? I've mm-hmm. learned so much from it. It's like, 
it's not all love and light. Like magic is not all love and light. Life is not all love and light. Sometimes you're fucking pissed off. Yeah. Sometimes people do really shitty things. Sometimes you have to call them out. Sometimes you have to block people. Sometimes it feels really good to express yourself and say that hurt my fucking feelings and I'm pissed. Yeah. You know, and it's okay. And you're not going to you're not going to lose everything from from being honest like that. If anything, you gain more respect from people Absolutely. that are like, "You know what? This person's not going to bullshit me." They're they're obviously not gonna lie to me for yeah. the for the sake of like my feelings. <laughs> and and the one of the things that's given me the most power, I feel, as far as a creator and an artist, or it's given me strength and a little bit more backbone as Mama Bear to my business has been to block people. <laughs> I block people. I think boundaries are the biggest lesson, the most important lesson in life, period. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. I could talk about that for hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I could feel, I just, I don't know what it, just like I felt your energy or something during this. I just like, I want to talk about, I don't know. I felt the vibe. I was like, I just feel like she has a lot to say about boundaries. <laughs> I do. I do. Because it's the first year that I've really started exercising them. Absolutely. Um, Especially with, like, people that have been around for a long time or people that I know really well and stuff like that or, like, people that will, like, like you know, that want the homie hookup or whatever. And it's like, bro, like, I just dropped my savings on sperm. Like, I don't have fucking money to just be throwing around just because I make it. I still have to buy this shit to make it. I have to spend my time to make it. And, and um, it's really... Because of 2020, my eyes have opened a lot to a lot of things and and um, to a lot of boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> to conclude, boundaries. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I, I felt the vibe. I was like, fuck, I think she just gets it. <laughs> I feel like I've been yelling a lot. <laughs> I'm okay, yes, let's do it. I mean, it's going to get even more real about this shit. I mean, we've oh, already... We've already provided sage advice about boundaries. We've uh, talked about the tea of what's going on uh, in general with you. You know, you're like, I'm still a real one. I'm still out here in these streets. And now we're going to enter this. You're a businesswoman. You have no, you have attention. People love you. Um, Just knowing you and being in your presence uh, helps everybody, right? Oh my gosh. Right? Look, look at all this fucking hype, bro. All this fucking hype. It's hard to digest it sometimes. It's like, <laughs> thank you. And it's genuine. That's the weirdest part about the whole thing. It's like, everybody's like, is this real? Yes, this is real life. I have real life, like, positive things to say. Thank you. Are you crying? No, I'm sweating. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I wasn't, I was nice, but I didn't know I was that nice. Jeez, that's why your dogs there is give you some, like, listen, I know you're having a lot of feelings right now. It's like, staring at me deeply. Yeah, she's like, fuck, like, this is, this interview's a lot. I'm a lot to deal with. I'm a lot. Okay, let's get into, like, the real deal questions here. Now, attention. 
Do you love it or do you hate it so far? Especially nowadays. Are you feeling the vibes? Do you like this attention that you have? Yeah. Um, I have really positive interactions with people. Um, if there's ever, if there's ever any kind of, <laughs> if there's ever any kind of hiccup, like on my Etsy or anything like that, um, I'm always really open to discussing it or, you know, like there, there's not really anything to, uh, oh, oh, one lady left me my first negative review on Etsy. That sucked. Why? What, what happened to the, to the product? Well, she didn't contact me or anything. She just posted. She gave me like three stars or something. And she com- she posted, uh, wasn't as pretty as the picture. <laughs> That's what people say to me when they meet me off of Tinder. No, I'm just kidding. I'm the same way. Who would have thought? I'm sometimes like Fresloka's lighting. Who would have thought? Um, no, I'm just well, kidding. Well, I, ca- I messaged her and I said, I'm so sorry, you know, like, that that wasn't up to your standards. I'd love to send you another pair. Blah, 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 blah. She never replied, so I commented on her post, and she never replied. So I think she just wanted to punish someone for the day, and I was the target. And if it wasn't as pretty lady in Hawaii, I am so sorry. And if you ever hear this, I would love to send you another pair of your Dreaming in Quartz earrings that I am haunted by. <laughs> <laughs> um... Now let's get into creating with intent. Yes. Is it more intense than it was previously? Do you feel like more more intense? I feel more grounded. Ooh, okay. I, like I understand the kind of power that every human being holds within themselves a little bit more. Um, and I feel like I can apply that with more like like understanding than I did before. Um, when I first started as Fresloka, I'd say I was, you know, like this ball of energy and just like all over the place. And I started in all these different pockets of like the artistic world. You know, I had my hand in this and that and the other because I like to create like everything. And now I found a way to combine all of it in this like, what is that word I'm looking for? There's like uh, you a rhythm to it now. Yeah, and um, and I I feel more like um, the, God, my word recall is shit. Um, it's because you haven't spoken to anybody in nine months. Like, no, seriously, dude. <laughs> honestly, ass. that's that's what it is. But I feel more realized as an artist that now, and and that it's year three three is like a super sacred number and like it's really balanced and shit and I think yeah this is the year that I've definitely found the most balance in my business and I felt the most the most secure that is so interesting because I felt when I was doing my timeline it's on I have a blog about the timeline and when I was recalling the third year of this I, I started to feel that too yeah the third year you start to get into yourself like who this person is and yes. that's so true. Like, that's the realest shit ever. Like, third year, you're like, okay, this is who the fuck I am as this creator, as this, like, this person. Because you are, like, essentially, you're not, at, at three at three years, and then after that, you are no longer, like, a human. You're, like, a, a business. You're, like, they and see it's... me, they're, like, this is Sage, that's Sage of Ice. Like, you are a business. They see you, like, that's Fresloka. Like, 
It's like going to a building. It's like, oh, you're going to McDonald's. Like, you're going into a business. You're going into... You're an established person. Yeah. And that's the realest shit ever. Yeah, like, I... I didn't think about that until you said that. Like, yeah, third year, that's when you really start to realize, like, if this shit's going to take or not. Like, you are a personality. Like, you are that. that. That's right. That's real as shit. Um, oh, I love that that, that uh, resonated with you so deeply and that um, we have such similar. I also think, I mean, I also kind of think it's because we're both Tauruses, maybe, that, <laughs> that we, like, <laughs> link up like that. So fucking gay. I don't like. You know how I said like uh, lesbians own like we're not lesbians, but queer women own like like crystals. We also own astrology. Yeah. <laughs> like that's our shit. <laughs> that's just the way it is. I don't need like I I'm I'm trying to get with the shit now that I'm back in the dating game. I'm trying to get with the shit of astrology. So we out here. We out here. What's your sign? Yeah. No dead ass. Like I have to Google it. I'm like fuck. What? Oh shit. Okay. Uh. Okay. Let's get it. Let's get it. Like. <laughs> It's so fun, and I I like to tell people it doesn't completely define you. I mean, at least in my beliefs, like I don't I don't I know that I'm a Taurus, like for sure. But I also know that I'm Lauren Lum, and and I'm fucking weird, and, <laughs> and the Taurus thing doesn't completely define me. <laughs> um, um, let's let's talk about one more thing before we start a- asking or giving out like creating business advice but let's ask um are you taking time for yourself the last interview i read of yours you were like damn it's like a lot you're doing a lot right now how are you taking time for yourself though like do you take time out of your day to take time for yourself yeah i fucking love taking naps (laughs) that's your go-to self-care fuck yeah dude and baths but i gotta cut back on the baths bro because they're low on water Oh, shit. Okay, that's good to know, because I love taking baths, too. All right, glad oh, noted. Man. This is my bath routine, okay? Okay, talk about it. <laughs> I get my laptop charger if needed. <laughs> I get my cell phone. I get on my little murder mystery game. I put Seinfeld on, or Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> or Frasier, and I just lay in my bathtub until, like, I'm like, dang, this water is cold. <laughs> Literally! <laughs> um yeah i know um i guess i i'm trying to think of like self-care things i do i I need to talk about self-care here because a lot of people ask me if i take care of myself skin i do my fucking skin routine oh my god oil is so good for your face i cannot fucking preach that to you more dorothy may and dominga shout out rachel i love you if anybody has any problems with acne any kind of like any kind of irritation on your skin North Bay and Dominga products, I'm telling you, we all be struggling out here, breathing in the ash. Nice. So I went to beauty school, right? Uh-huh. And they, they make you take like human anatomy and like bio type courses in the very beginning. And one thing that I learned is you don't get pimples from what you put on your face. You get pimples from what you eat. So like if you if you're you could rub this is what the teacher said. You could rub fried chicken all over your face and you wouldn't get a pimple, but you could eat a bucket of fried chicken and you'd break out because it's putting the oils into your body. That's fucking bad for you. Right. I oil my face up with my Dorothy Mandomingo products every single day. I've been using like castor oil on my eyelashes from little herbs co you do have nice eyelash. are those uh, did you put a lash on for this interview or is that just a natural eyelash these are mine these are all mine must be nice i don't even have eyelashes and my my best 
best friend is a waxer, so okay. like I get all the good the good skin stuff. She sells glow kits every season, so like she's gonna do a Christmas glow kit soon, and she includes products from all locally owned and handmade people. Drop so, her name on the show. We could drop her name on the show. Glow by Sammy Samantha Hickman. That's my bae. She's incredible. She waxes like a god. She takes care of your skin. And she is an inclusive person as well. She is here to build up the community, and that's that's what we need. And that's why I love her so fucking much. She um she puts these glow kits together every season, and you can get like a large, medium, or small one. And it's all self care shit. So like, um, she includes stuff from Pampered Hippie, Lips by BB, um, Dorothy May and Dominga. I mean, the list goes on and on. And so. She, she promotes other people's businesses while also promoting herself. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's, it's, it really is. And that's a huge part of my self care. I use the bath bombs she puts in there and shit. I love it. I think that's part of romancing yourself, which is a huge important part in someone's psyche in their life because you have to. Uh, my self-care routine consists of, uh, as you recommended two years ago, watching Shit's Creek. I had to stop, though, because I was, like, watching myself, like, David and Alexis together. I was like, this is me and my gay uncle. Shout out <laughs> to my gay uncle. Um, but, and then um, also, like, I, I, well, I've already mentioned exercising pretty much before. Um, but I, I think, uh, yeah, skincare has been a good one recently, too. And, like, like, I think a good exercise and self-care is emotional health. Like... I think we need to take time to, like, research our emotional health. Like, I think everybody should buy a sociology textbook. Yeah. And so psychology, to, like a self-help book, you know? I think we should take that time during our, our, our official lockdown when our homie Biden comes in, you know? Oh, we're getting political now. <laughs> we're getting political now. What I'm saying is, like, yeah, I think so. I have very simple self-care things, and I think people need to find what works for them. Um, so I think that especially as people like us that are creating right now and that's all we can do is this like we, like I can't fucking work at a retail job anymore I fuck that shit I, I have to focus on creating that's my shit so um, yeah and I think especially for people that are constantly in themselves having to create I think we need to find what works for us so I definitely urge you guys to learn what self care means to you um, that's all I wanted to express and I wanted to see where you were at with self-care, I think it's important as people that constantly have to create to survive, to eat almonds. Yes, bath time. Mine is uh, Shit's Creek and uh, a face mask and yeah. calling it a day, you know? <laughs> um, so let's get into um, quick little business tips you can give people on here. I know a lot of people that are listening are always like, oh, I know you interview artists, so have me on. By the way, I... I don't take pe- I just like to note this. I said this in the ad that's going to be featured here. I don't take people that come to me. I come to them. That's kind of like my vibe. Like I, I if I like I have like it has to be a mutual vibe, you know? Like I not just like take I'm not some floozy, all right? I'm not just taking anybody out here. All right? So, I'm very particular. Yeah, and I'm very particular. It has nothing to do with anything. It has everything to do with like the energy. Like my personality meshes with your personality. So, Anyways, let's talk about this real quick here. Yes. Um, let's talk about um, one of them. 
What is your advice to people that are creating right now and just trying to like just fucking get in it and just be consistent with that? Just creating in general, especially now and such a weird time. Well, it's not weird. It's a fucked up time. This shit's fucked up. <laughs> it is really fucked up. So what, are you asking like as far as creating their own small business? Yeah. Let's do creators and entrepreneurs and, and you know, like what's your advice to them? Man, there's so much. Let's do like, um, let's make it easy. I'm a list person. Let's do a quick list thing. Yeah, list. Yeah, you do. Oh, list. you want me to list it? Yeah, you can list it. I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll have a list. All right, one hashtag motherfucker. Get the hashtags that work for you. Be consistent with your hashtags. Put them in your notes. Copy and paste, and always add a few that are pertain to the post. Um, I made a really big mistake. And put hashtag healing herbs on one of my pages. <laughs> How did that I kept go? seeing these comments about people talking about some doctor in India that cured their herpes. <laughs> and it, this is on my business page, right? So hashtags are just as dangerous as they are important. But they're so, so important. And if you get a weird hashtag like that, if you find yourself getting weird-ass comments like that, it's generally one of your hashtags. So just go through and find out which one it is. Um, number two, post. Uh, uh, post, 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 put on your stories, interactions, 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 and do it, you know, what is that, P4P, pick for pick, or whatever, dude, if someone's going and liking your shit, one thing that I've started to exercise is I'm following back a lot more than I used to, I used to not follow back so often, just because it, like, was flying over my head, and one of the things that I've used to progress as a business owner is to, like, like be more receptive and be more aware of what's happening on my page. Um, my DMs will always be trashed, but I've started to put my email up and it's so much easier to get a hold of me via email on the fresloco 559 at gmail.com because that I get like one other little thing in that email besides emails for the business. So that's like, I've made that more so people can reach me more easily there. Um, so, like, be aware. Be aware of what you're putting out, how it's making people feel, and be receptive of that. But also stand in your truth. Like, if someone's coming to you with concerns about something, you know, hear them, understand them. But also, you don't you don't have to completely change who you are because somebody is being offended by what you're saying. You know, you, you feel free to tell people... Uh, to respectfully kick rocks if what you're doing is bothering them. <laughs> that was the same advice I was going to give. So that's cool. It cuts out the time of having to hear my own voice. Thank you. Laura. Oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about this one because I, I know a lot of people um, are going to be listening to this again. Um, that uh, uh, That have gained a lot of things because I'm sure they've been keeping up with you a lot and they're also just popping off let's talk about this because this is like a really big thing that i think a lot of people uh need to recognize especially now um we're to this point we are very aware i'm very conscientious i talked about this on a previous episode um so here how do i set this up so let's i mentioned on the show um recent like a while back of the importance of with the come up right so when you're coming up right you always want to stay loyal, loyalty, you know, the loyalty of it all. Um, right. How, what is, 
why is that important? You talk a lot about that too. I talk a lot about it, about, um, you know, respecting the people that have helped you come up. Um, and like, I mean, you have customers, but I mean, just in general business wise too, like how, 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 why is that important and why we need to be conscientious of the people that are, um, as you're coming up and they're still kind of stagnant, like why is that important to pay attention to and help them? And I think a lot of, we have a very individualistic society, um, capitalistic society as well. So why is that, and you talk a lot about making, helping others. So why is that important? Let's talk about that real quick here. Because I feel like, I feel like as long as respect is on the table and nobody's ripping each other off, they're rising and other people are staying stagnant, which honestly, all, all the people around me that I've been noticing have been rising just right alongside, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's been really, we've all, it's a community, dude. It's crazy. Like if, if I'm getting more bread, you could have a piece too. You know what I mean? Like nobody should be out here starving. We should all be helping each other. So if, if, if I'm following, if I have a friend that has like 15,000 followers and she's like shouting or he's shouting me out, whoever, you know, I would like to do the same thing for someone who has like, you know, a couple hundred followers, whatever, whatever, anything that we can do to help each other out and stand more connected and more united it brings that connectivity that we need as a society. And, and that's why it's so important to build each other up and to exact respect with one another. Like, I don't know if that sounds, it sounded douchey when it came out of my mouth, but (laughs) I I'm huge on respect. I'm huge on like do unto others. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm quick to, cut people off if I get disrespected but I feel like that's something that has been like super necessary I mean you might want to cut this out never mind (laughs) no I I know you're huge on it though that's why I wanted to mention it because I feel like you're a good example of uh loyalty so and I wanted to mention that because I think a lot of business people not I hate that word business people but I think a lot of people that have turned their creations into a business you know monetized it we'll just say that um, I don't think, like I said this before, is a lot of people, um, aren't, uh, savvy on, like, there's still, like, business rules, and then there's, like, just street rules, and, <laughs> and I don't think people seem to, it's either, like, one or the other, and a lot of people don't seem to understand, like, the balance of, like, street rules and business rules. Amen. So I just wanted to mention that, because I feel like you, you capture the balance of street rules and business rules. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's because, uh, it's because of how I grew up, and, you know, where I live, and I think Fresno teaches us a lot period you would think it would teach people street rules but these bitches had no loyalty no i was playing i don't know a lot of people listen i've never i've lived in a lot of places yeah fresno is where i was born and raised and i moved away for a few years and just lived all over the place and there is not loyalty anywhere like there is in fresno that's true though yeah i built my own little empire here, my own little community. And we all like, and there's other little communities and we're all friends. And it's like becoming this really like beautiful, inclusive thing. And I think that's why loyalty is so important because when you're not over here 
stabbing each other in the back for numbers and for clout and for money, it everybody rises up and everybody's feeling good. And that energy, it's so contagious, dude. And that's what will push people forward. Oh my God, that's what I was going to tell you earlier about what my mom said. <laughs> This was before the show, by the way. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, this no, is it's fine. Talk about it. Drop off. a little, a little uh, rich nugget of advice your mother gave. Mother, motherly advice is always mother uh, helpful. Mother Lum is definitely someone to listen to. She's my, she's my guide, and she's where I get all of my my mushy, fucking emotional guts from. She's she's shown me how to be authentic. You know yeah. what I mean? That my mom raised me to be. Shout out to I, Lauren's no. mom. Does your mom? Okay, yeah. Full name, you might have to cut that out. Okay, okay. So, um, so I was, I was talking about how, and I was being hard headed about fuck them, you know, fuck close minded people, fuck people that voted against my right to be a woman, essentially, fuck people that voted against black people, right? But she said, you have to, you're a light post. And people can choose to stand under that light post if they want to. And they don't have to. But you will, you never stop shining that light. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Don't be bad to other people. Like, period. So y'all just gotta be light posts out here, you know? Like, that back to what I was saying, that loyalty and that generation of energy and that positive feeling will draw people that wouldn't otherwise have their minds open to getting their minds open, maybe, you know? Yeah. And it, that gives me hope. And I think that that's the foundation of all of that hope is loyalty to to each other and, and to love and to friendship, you know? Absolutely. Wow. That sounds cliche but yes <laughs> as we conclude this episode i i do feel so uh good about this episode and i hope all of you really had a great takeaway from this episode i know i feel empowered um i feel redeemed uh um, um and i'm i'm super hyped i i i hope people listen to this episode and they listen to the lot the episode we did together i don't i feel like i I just, I know I have to share the episode, the, the, the part one of the episode. Oh, <laughs> I know I have to share it so people will, like, understand and, like, see. And I think that's the cool thing about doing the show. I'm just, like, going on a tangent here. But that's the cool thing about doing the show is that, like, I can see the progression. And it's so cool because, like, it's very rare that I revisit any other people on the show besides, like, Bad Hand, Laura Tron. But, um... You specifically, I was like, no, I'll revisit this one. <laughs> because you always, you're like so good in like talk, giving advice, um, you know, and I think a lot of people need that right now, especially as we're starting to realize maybe we should be our own boss, you know, our own boss. And uh, I think this is the, the advice people needed as we enter into uh, fucking economic depression so i'm glad hopefully you know this is a business episode <laughs> oh my gosh i know i hope i didn't yell too much i, I tend to talk very loud like i said same. i'm a taurus you know come on <laughs> same um we're just loud gays that's just who we are like this is oh, loud queeros yeah 
How do you, um, how did it feel? Do you feel the difference now that, um, like, and, like, comfortable in being gay? Did you see, like, the gay, the gay come out? Like, did you, like, like. Yeah, you're flaming, dude. No, (laughs) (laughs) No, like, how many, how many queer people have interviewed you? You? That's it. Okay, damn. So you have nothing to compare. I mean, I'm glad, I'm I'm glad I'm the only one. Okay, so you said that I did a lot of interviews. I swear to you, I only did two interviews this month. It's just they were back-to-back, so it seemed like a lot. I don't know why you're defending about the fact that you did a lot of interviews. That's a lot. I don't even get one interview. (laughs) I don't want anybody to interview. Every day! No, I was, I, I think that's good. No, but, no, I was wondering if any other gay person interviewed you uh, i'm glad i was the first i'd like to i want it noted if anybody's playing back to get to, to get to know lauren more that i was the first and, and i only. was in the best no and, <laughs> yes oh yes yes and the best and the best i i think i'm like subliminally trying to tell people that i'm the best so they'll they'll subscribe and rate me on itunes <laughs> i don't think it's subliminal <laughs> no not at all there's no subtlety in me like hyping myself up um so if you guys if you guys want to listen to part one of this episode you can hear it it's episode 106 and uh look at us 137 30 episodes it took me 30 episodes to feel comfortable to face you woman to woman again to do this episode it only took me 30 episodes to feel confidence <laughs> Sometimes it takes a whole lifetime, so you're good. Look at that. Uh, yep. Yep, we out here. Oh, um, we have Perla! <laughs> oh, shit. Is your wife in the mix now? I wanted to ask a question to your wife. We were just talking oh, about you. Oh, come here. Come on. It's not video. I thought it was you're video. You're fine. So I put makeup on, but look how hot she looks. Hi, oh, Perla. Hey, Hi. Daddy. So, Perla, uh, just want to tell everybody, you're, uh, you are Fresloka's wife. Um, for people out there, I feel like you guys are a power couple lesbians, you know, just out here, power lesbians, um, good examples. What is your advice to people out here that have, a, a, a wife, uh, that, or, you know, just a partner that, uh, you know, is a creator? Like what, how do you, ha- like, what do you do? What is your advice? Especially, uh, the- like, how do you handle it? Yeah. Like, how do you handle it? Like, how do you feel? How does it feel to date a creator or married? You're married. Fuck. <laughs> Um, you just gotta, like, support them, you know? If that's their dream, you just gotta support it. Period. I'm gonna send that voice note. I'm gonna send that voice note to all the women that are like, wait, you only have a podcast right now? So I'm just gonna send that. (laughs) I'm gonna be like, you're not being a good supportive lesbian. That's what I'm gonna send them. Just the power couple lesbian saying, support it. (laughs) How do you? Whatever they want to do, support it. How does it make you feel? What do you mean? But you hear that water lapping in the back, y'all? Get it, Pearl. Yeah. How does how does how do you feel? Like your your wife is uh, so appreciated and popular here. Like, does is it awesome? Like, how does it feel to know? I am so proud. Oh shit, that's like, cute as hell. Uh, <laughs> do you ever get like overwhelmed by it? You can be. This is a real. This is real, real. Yeah. I beginning it was a little scary, like quitting her conventional job and all that but i don't know i believe in her oh shit see that's goals right there holy shit i'm about to cry that was just so fucking precious wow i honestly like sometimes i can't work until she comes home because like she I, she's 
she's the first and like the main muse you know i get inspired by all kinds of shit okay i love you she's she's exiting stage left bye that was Um, so fucking beautiful i love that this is i'm so happy we we are allowed to get married yeah, dude, that it's not going to be taken away from us because if there was another four years of <laughs> no like dead ass like dead ass i feel like i was talking about this with somebody i i feel like um our history is different of committing and i i feel like uh this is a good example of why it's so important in a good example of like a the genuine it's about love and connection and that's yeah. some real shit and i think all of you out there you will find your perilla all you content creators you'll uh, find your perilla that will support you even though that's all uh, you're doing all you're doing right now is creating with no bag it's all right there'll be a perilla out there to be like i believe in you yes and yes. someone should tell you do you really need that right now like <laughs> because okay as a creator i know i know i feel like it's just ingrained in us to be like oh i made a little bit of money here Period. And you reinvest it, but you might go a little too far with that reinvesting. Facts. And you have to have someone level-headed in your life that can tell you, hey, make a little bit more money off this stuff and then go and buy this. You know, she balances me out. I am spastic. I have manic depression. I go through manic episodes sometimes, and she helps me not fly off the handle. Like, I mean, a manic up, like uh, an up for someone is like going on a shopping spree on like Etsy or Amazon and just like getting all excited about all these fucking packages coming and shit. And she's like, now, even when she's not around, I can hear her in my mind going, do you need that right now? And I can edit myself, you know? So you have to find someone who supports you, who doesn't cut you down when you have a really couple terrible fucking shows and nobody buys anything. Like, someone who's going to say that's okay next time it's going to be better you know like i cannot stress how important it is and even even not even a partner like your friends you have to have people around you who believe in your mission statement and who believe in you as an individual and and refuse to let you feel like a failure you know because yeah. as artists i feel like a lot of us are extreme empaths because we can channel this artistic energy and we tend to get down on ourselves. And if you don't have people around you that can help lift you up out of that water, it, it can be really, really difficult. And you can find yourself in artist block and stuff. And and since I've had Perla in my life, I have not stopped creating. And I never in my life have I been able to create so much and so hard and just stick with it. This is like, Without her, there would really not be a Fres Loca. So I am super, super grateful to her and her her faith in me. You guys are so beautiful. Um, I'm glad we had. I was. I'm glad she popped in because I really wanted to address this. And I think because I, I know right now I'm feeling it. I'm like fuck. Like, like I don't know. My friends and I were talking about this. My my consultants on the show. And we were like, damn. On paper, we kind of look uh, not together. <laughs> like like on a dating resume, we're not looking together right now. But in my head, though, I just knew, I was like, it's not that we're not together. It's just that, like, you have to find someone that believes in you. And that's the problem, is, like, a lot of the issue is um, ingrained in our culture of um, you have to be this, like, traditional job working this, like, and yeah, absolutely, it's true. But I I think when you have someone that believes in you, that that's the trust, too. Like, she trusts you. So. Um, and she believes, and I, and I just wanted to mention that because that's been weighing on my mind, but I don't, I was like, no, I don't, 
I don't believe it. Like, it was a quick, like, insecurity. I was like, nah, nah. I'm just looking at the wrong ones. <laughs> yeah, so... No, it takes a long time, or it can. See, that's the thing. I'm a hopeless fucking romantic. It could be the next person you meet. Do you know what I Absolutely, mean? Absolutely, yeah. Or it can take a long time, but don't get discouraged, and don't ever Absolutely. give up on love, because... Absolutely. Like, for real, dude. Like, it is out there. There's someone that understands... I quit my fucking bartending job. I used to, like throw money in the air i'd come home there'd be dollar bills fucking everywhere dude i was like momentarily living the dream <laughs> but she believed in me so much that i quit my fucking bartending job months before we got married that's and some real love right there like she carried a lot of that on her credit card, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it's so beautiful, and I just wanted to share that with other people, because I know, I, I was only feeling it for a brief second, you know? Um, yeah. And I think there's a lot of people out there right now that are like, fuck, I'm not feeling it, I'm I'm not, you know, there's nothing out there. Uh, and I just wanted to share that, because, like, um, you, you've mentioned it in a previous post about how beautiful of a relationship you have, and I think that's important to, to address, is that... Um, you need to find people that support you. Um, but yeah, right. you, you guys are hella cute. So I was like, I have, there's no good lesbian love stories, but you guys are one of them. So I decided to share that for people that love romance. Hey, and we have our, we have our shit, dude. We have our disagreements and stuff. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. um, Everybody does. And I don't want people to think that like everything's perfect all the time because it's not, but like one thing that both of us have taught each other to do. And which is why we got these little like snail tattoos because we both taught each other patience in the way that we both needed. Like, she had patience in some areas where I didn't, and I had patience in some areas where she didn't, and we've really started. We've, okay, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Married at first sight. No. <laughs> Married at first sight has these, like, psychologists on it, right? So yeah. I like to watch everything for the sociological value of it. I'm obsessed Here, with survivor and shit like that. Same. Same. <laughs> So, Married at First Sight has these psychologists on it, right, that give, like, this marriage advice, and they have you do these, like, they have these, the contestants or whatever the fuck they are, do these exercises with each other that practice open communication and coming to a consensus, and, and, um, what's that word I'm looking for? It starts to see, you know, compromise, right? Compromise? But if you're struggling with having communication with your partner or in dating in general, I'm not even joking. Like, the show's a little, like, conservative and a little religiously driven, I think. Yeah, it is. But if you can, if you can, like, you don't have to watch it for that part. You can watch it for purely the psychological value of it and Mm -hmm. just look for those interviews um, and stuff like that. But, like, that really was a big tool that helped us break through certain like walls that we had with one another and and i can't tell you how important arguing is in a relationship especially in the beginning so you can find out what common grounds is for each other or if you don't even have common ground because essentially you don't have to have common ground with people sometimes you can never come to a common ground i just wanted to note that for people like there's some people like you just aren't meshed and that's true oh, yeah. 
no, no. Okay, yeah. I'm saying for a successful relationship. Yeah, but yeah. If, if you don't reach a common ground, don't be afraid to walk away. Exactly. Either. That's what I, no yeah. No matter how much time you've been with a person exactly. either, do not ever feel like, well, I've spent so much time with Period. them that, you know, I'd be dropping, I'd be wasting all that time. No. Make sure waste more time. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I would like to state that too. I think this is really important. I didn't, uh, I'm, everything is so rich with you. I love this, but... I wanted to address that as well. Um, uh, the issue of like people feeling like they're wasting time. Um, you're not. If any, I was self-reflecting. We out here self-reflecting. Shout out to Lauren encouraging that self-reflection. But no, it's true. Deadass. Like um, you made me think. Like it's really cool because like you're thought provoking. So I, this is why I, I. So anyways, I was thinking about that and I was like going to analyze my life. I literally wrote down in a journal <laughs> and I was like going through things and I've never felt like time. I feel like we need to stop thinking of things of time wasted. I think we need to sit down and think of lessons that we've learned of things. Yes. And I think a lot of like, and I want you to take one negative aspect and I want you to try to think of what you gained out of that negative aspect. And I, right. that's, that's a challenge I like to present to you guys here on, on the podcast is I want you to sit down and think of like the worst thing ever and then see what came out of that. I mean, I'm sure it's sadness, but think of, like, really, really think about the lessons um, so, with that. There's lessons every single yes. misstep or disappointment or everything that you have, even this fucked up presidency. I got to know who's racist. I got to know who's a fascist. You know what I mean? Like, so thank you, DT, for that. You yeah. know, like, now I know who... I don't fucks with anymore and it's a surprising amount of people but <laughs> <laughs> there's something to be learned about every single heartbreak and all of the everything negative there's so much to learn yeah and I think you're a good example of that I just wanted I, I like I said I mean it was beyond redeeming myself but I think there, during this trying time um it's good to have someone on that um, can we provide you with like scientific facts here. We believe in science out here in these streets, social science. Um, hey. I'm not saying I'm a scientist. I'm saying I'm a social science. But um, <laughs> but I, I know I vowed to like, oh, I just need a break from creators. But I feel like it's different with you um, because you are very aware of what's going on in this. And you're genuinely like know what the fuck is going on. You have a lot of emotional uh, or like psychological advice to give to people. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I'm so excited to find out that you're, you're getting back in that grind of t be like psychological studies. Um, so I wish you the best in that. And I can't wait to have you on when you're, when you get your master's degree in that. I know you will, you know, you always go, you're like elevated. I know you're going to go all the way that you can to that. So, um, yeah. And I, I just wanted to say, like, I knew you would provide not only like creative advice business advice i knew you'd provide great emotional advice for everybody that needs it right now it's fucked up times and i you would uplift you elevate and make it feel nice i know i feel empowered in my thoughts because we're i was like i we're just on the wave i was like on the same wave yep so yeah no um lauren i appreciate the time that you had tell perla uh Thank you. Sorry I put her on the spot, but also no regrets. No regrets because I know it pulled on no everybody's heartstrings. No I don't care if Perla was felt on the spot. You know why? Because people <laughs> needed some positivity right now. They needed to see yeah. that lesbian love is real, you know? <laughs> it is. And don't worry. Not everyone's going to cheat. And not everyone's going to be psycho. And just for all of you out there who feel like there's, there's just crazy people everywhere. I mean, okay, yeah, we're all crazy, but like 
you're going to find the right crazy for you. Don't give up and don't let yourself get jaded because jaded people suck and they just whine a lot. <laughs> Period. Um, <laughs> God. So go ahead and check out Frizzlook on Instagram. You are popping right now. Read all of her other interviews that she's all of her other ones. <laughs> I will keep <laughs> mentioning it. I will keep mentioning it just because I was so hyped. Like, honestly, I was so hyped for you. I was like, oh my god, someone's, like, interviewing that sees what I saw two years ago. Because I did it first. You were the first, y'all. I would like to to take this moment, uh, before I conclude, to apologize to, like, the the people that I've had on two years before this, like, are getting hype again. I'm sorry that I hop on my Instagram to say that I was the first one to be a super fan. I would like to apologize. I know that you, when you see me go, oh, at the Sage Advice, oh, said something, mentioned you. I know you're sick of it, but I need people to know that I was the first, you know? You are. I need people to know that I'm first because I want people to know that I've been on this shit, you know? It has, it has nothing to do with promoting your, like, the episodes. It has everything to do with saying I was woke first. But I, I, I would like to say I am so happy that other people that are becoming super fans. But I just want, I just love saying I'm first, you know. It's crazy to even think of myself as having like, like you say, super fans. I just, I, I was honestly, the first. It sounds so like cliche, but like, like I just don't like see myself like like I, I just see myself as Lauren. Like I see myself as Fresh Loco, right? But hearing that super fan it just it puts stars in my eyes and it just totally it's so sweet and such an ego stroke so thank you so much i i i appreciate it so much and i'm glad that i can be a source of joy for for people and a source of um i don't know starting some at least i, I want people to question you're a role model that's what you i think to summarize it best it would be a role model and a good example um, all together. That's the best way to to describe it all. Those are the best words I could come up with. Um, oh, and I just wanted to know. Um, I would I wouldn't say I'm the first. It would be like Perla and then me. Sorry, I just wanted to. Give, yeah. I yeah, wanted to yeah, give Perla yeah, the credit. I apologize. Sorry to Perla. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like second. I'd probably be like the vice president of the club. So. Yeah, you're the VP. Yeah, but yeah, no. Um, I've said all the nice things that I could say throughout this the show. So go check out Chris Loka. She has an Etsy. She has Instagram. She's doing it all. You have a Twitter. You talk shit on Twitter? I do. My Twitter is my place for my vomit. <laughs> <laughs> if you're easily offended, maybe don't go on there. It's not like I'm like an asshole. I don't talk shit on anybody except for. <laughs> I don't yeah, you just talk me. shit. No, that's cool. I just want to know if you have beef. <laughs> no beef. No beef. If, if we got beef, get blocked it's fine i don't talk shit you're good <laughs> yeah um so yeah you know be sure to, to keep supporting I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding no, i'm just kidding, <laughs> <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> but thank you again i can't wait to talk to you in another two years when you have your master's degree and you're yeah no it takes like decades it takes fucking 10 years <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to talk to you in another two years, two years, and you have Frizzloka Jr. and Frilla Jr. that are humans, you know, you know, yes. adding to the club. Yes. And then they get to tell me how they feel about having a mom that's slinging that drip, you know? 
I was gonna say you have to ensure that you don't tell your like don't ever accidentally say crystal dealer in front of your kids, you know, because I. But I want to be the crystal dealer. Yeah, I think you I need to abstract. I want them. I, I want them to come. Don't draw any more attention over here. <laughs> <laughs> for the for the cloud. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, I was gonna say that. I was like, fuck, she has to make sure how she says how, like, what her job is to her kids. <laughs> she's like, your mom's weird. That's yeah. all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, nonetheless, uh, I appreciate it once again. Uh, I wish you the best in this holiday season. I know this is like the prime time for you, so hopefully, holidays treat you well. Your new year treats you well. Yes, as you well. too. Uh- all right, so one more final plug for all of the things that Sage Advice Podcast has going on. I wanted to let you know, check out sageadvicepodcast.com once again, uh, where you will get the links to where you can subscribe. We make new episodes every Wednesday. These are seasonal series, um, but we have over 100 episodes going for 200, hopefully by summertime. So please keep an eye out, put your post notifications on. Uh, if you'd like to binge listen, you can do that. We are available on Spotify and iTunes. I also would urge you guys to please, please rate us on iTunes, uh, if you can, if you will, uh, as soon as possible. I hope you are rating us as I push this ad this second. Um, I don't like social media. I will not be pushing social media. Uh, I mean, if you find it, I mean, I guess you can follow me. Just don't talk to me uh, unless it's for a sponsorship. You can give me money. Uh, but other than that, I just wanted to remind you guys, check out sageadvicepodcast.com. Rate us on iTunes uh, immediately, five stars, um, and subscribe to us on Spotify. Thank you so much uh, to the listeners out there. I do appreciate you despite saying I, I don't want to talk to you. I do really appreciate you. Uh, and uh, keep listening Uh, keep asking questions keep learning Uh, we hope to keep offering you knowledge and uh, excitement and a smile Uh, talk to you guys again soon or at least you'll get to hear me again soon bye